It's time for two blokes talking tech. There is a lot going on in technology, as always. For the latest news and information about technology. It's fantastic to get these speeds on a mobile phone, isn't it? The speeds on this thing are amazing. Two blokes talking tech. Very nice, snappy performance. It's a good phone. Yeah, there's a few pros and cons with this. With Trevor Long from yourtechlife.com. Now, my advice to people who like this kind of service is... And Stephen Fennick from techguide.com.au. I really like this new service. Gives you that flexibility to hear your music anywhere. Two blokes talking tech. Stephen and Trevor always providing the best advice. Lots to talk about on Two Blokes Talking Tech. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading episode 360. Two Blokes Talking Tech. Trevor Long here from EFTM.com and Stephen Fennick from techguide.com.au. We are not in, in anyone's studio. The EFTM <laughs> studio or the Tech Guide Home Theatre. <laughs> We're at McDonald's George Street. Yeah. Let's just be completely upfront with our... Maccas. We're at Maccas. No, no endorsements there. They're not paying us no, to be Hang here. on. While we're, while we're talking, I'm just going to pull off the... Um, yeah, see if you've got a car with the, um, bought the, bought the Monopoly juice. competition. Chance card. Oh. Chance cards suck. Yeah, they are. Anyway, um, we, uh, we're here at Maccas. Um, not really thanks to you, but the podcast is thanks to the good people at Netgear and Unidem. We'll tell you about them shortly. But, Stephen, let's get straight into it. Sting free. Push through. Because um, we hadn't discussed that before the show. No, <clears throat> um, we are here at Macca's because it's 35 meters from the Apple Store in Sydney. Yes, and uh, that uh, 19 minutes ago, the doors of the Apple Store opened, and the first customers, uh, theoretically in the world, but obviously other Australian stores and, and probably New, New Zealand. Zealanders might have something to say about. Is that, New yeah. Zealand a launch market this year? Yeah, okay, pretty sure um, they are. But Mason and Teddy. Not they're not linked at all. They're not mates. Yeah. They just happened to be they one first in line. One that pre-ordered. One that one that lined up early. Um, were the first owners of iPhone XS uh, and, and Apple Watch. And Mason bought a watch as well. But <clears throat> let's just we'll go back a step here. Yeah, because we haven't spoken since the launch. Three new phones, one watch, and we'll cover the watch later. But let's talk phones primarily first. Yep. And it's fascinating because. The Apple Store queue is often a litmus test. A lot of people call it a you know, success or fail guide. Yeah. There wasn't many people here. Yeah, there was, what was it, a couple of people before 6 a.m.? and At 5.47 yeah. when I drove past, there was maybe five people. Yeah, I, I got here at about quarter to seven and I counted 31 people. But by the time 8 o'clock rolled around, uh, I think people may be on their way, their way to work. or yeah. pre, The pre-order line was pretty healthy too, which is on the left side of the door. It, and looked, it was up the street. It looked busy at opening time, essentially. Yeah. So from there, a, were, there was at one point more staff than people in the line. Yes. And uh, good, but, good, good yeah. mate Rob, who uh, is from Brisbane, but he's down here, walked past the Broadway store and was then down at the Apple store here in George Street. And he made the point to us earlier that... Um, the number of people, um, the, the, ratio <laughs> the ratio of staff to, to customers at the, at the Apple stores today could be quite high. But um, it turns out there was, a, there was a reasonable queue, but nothing like before. And let's talk about why that is. Um, four years ago, I shared a time lapse last night and this morning of, of the queue four years ago, iPhone 6. And um, four years ago, it was the first Plus phone. Uh, was the iPhone 6 was a very first, different first look. larger screen phone too the 4.7 was a big their biggest the phone six, as well 6 was much bigger than the 5 ever was yeah um, so the queue went and people that know Sydney went up George King uh, all the way along York and a little bit up market like it, it's it's S-bended around the blocks yeah. it's never done that since um, and it was never going to do that today but it was disappointing today and I, I wonder whether people are misinterpreting why that is because I think it's very clear um, the, this, these are the most expensive iPhones. There's two launches this year because the iPhone yeah. XR doesn't come out until the end of October. So there's not the low-end demand. Um, and, mate, it's so much easier to order online. It is, yeah. I, I, have uh, it delivered. I, I, picked, I, I thought I monitored the pre-orders when they went up uh, a week ago, and 
it was like I remember a year ago trying to order the iPhone 10. I, I was just observing, just hearing all the horror stories. Like yep. people, their their app crashed, and when they got got back on, the delivery time had blown out to eight weeks, and yep. it was panic. This year, you could get on there and like even the next day, still have an install like install pickup on the launch day, mm. or be delivered in the first week. Yeah. So there was still plenty of, of stock around. So not not as much demand as there was for the ten. But, but again, we don't know whether a, that's, this is an S year though. We don't know we whether that's saying. inflated production as well. They might have produced maybe, more. So maybe. Maybe. We, yeah. we we never really will know. Yeah. Uh, what the success levels are, but. I think that we need to we need to remember this is a minimum starting price of sixteen twenty sixteen twenty nine yeah that's the cheapest seventeen ninety nine for the apart Max. from watches that's the cheapest anyone's walking out of here with a phone yeah it's crazy this year yeah I agree I think that that's a, a factor why the crowds are down the, another factor would be that you know you, you buy this phone today or even the ten a year ago. That the phone could last you three years without a problem. And, mate, Apple made a very big point of that at the launch. They talked about how devices should last longer. Yeah. Essentially, you know, putting the middle finger to people who suggest that companies create a, uh, you know, what's a planned obsolescence. You know, the iPhone 5S can run iOS 12 and run faster. Yeah, and that's a six-year-old phone. Yeah. So that's, that's, that's impressive. And, and so I don't think they're, they're disappointed by that. I just think this is the way it is. But I think the, the interesting move to split the launch of the XR, the 10R, and yeah. the 10S is an interesting strategy because if they launch on the same day, I don't think it would be around the block. Yeah. And I, I, I was la- remember last year was, was the opposite. Last year they launched, remember they had the, the 8 eights. and the 10. Mm. The 8 launched first, modest crowd. But the ten was out out of control. Hmm. So will it be the opposite this year, where the well, the same as this year, last year, where this is a more modest crowd, and then the people are going to turn out for the ten R, yeah, which I'm, is more affordable. Although that just does start, I think the 12, cheapest twelve twenty nine, so still expensive. It's it's you know what are people waiting for? So uh, bottom uh, bottom bottom line, I think I think there'll be much better. I think it'll go up York Street for the ten R. Yeah. Okay? okay. Sorry, not up York Street, up King Street. Up King. Yeah. To right. York for, for right. the ten R. Right. We're talking about yeah the Sydney George Street store, which is which is the yeah. staple you know uh, litmus test for, yeah, for that's the Australian kind of Apple queues, right? Yeah, yeah. So let's talk about the phones at announcement level before we, we give our reviews. But two so three devices as we kind of predicted, but we the names weren't clear. Um, they were they were very clear closer to. Um, the colours of the of the ten R were not fully leaked. I think that was the one thing that didn't really get out was the number <laughs> of colours and the colours themselves. Thing, yeah. Yeah, but that's it, isn't it? Right? Nearly hard, everything hard else was leaked. Keep a secret, isn't it? Nearly everything else was leaked. Well, I had I, I remember talking uh, I remember receiving uh, cases for this phone, the ten S and the ten mm. S Max. I'd I've had them a week. So that's how that's how much knowledge was out there. There mm. were it, it was pretty much the the rumours. Everyone they were correct. They, they nailed them. Hmm. So the Apple keeping a secret is a bit tougher nowadays. There's a big difference between what used to happen with the Plus phones, eight plus uh, to eight, seven plus to seven on those things, and the 10s to 10s Max. To be very clear, because they're identical phones except for the size and the battery. Yeah, I think that's a really good move this year. Because, so, but you, before you had to buy, if you wanted the better camera, you need to get the bigger phone. Optical image stabilization. Yeah. So yeah. there was they, they left stuff there. So now the, I like the fact that there's no differentiation between the devices. It's purely screen size yes. that is the and choice. Yeah, you get slightly better battery with the larger bone, but there's no one thinking, oh, if I get the smaller one, I'm going to get the the the, the worst the camera. Like camera the, yeah. I, I want to get everything, but and that that's good. I'm really happy that Apple's done that this year and it's not penalised anyone for getting a smaller screen. Yeah, it's. I think it's the best part of the announcement. 
I think the worst part of the and announcement. And you're happy about that too, because you love the smallest device. I do, so I'm not and getting I'm a big, I like the bigger device. Yeah, I'm I'm okay with the the size issues. Um, but but you're in little trumpy hands over yeah, there. No drums, no drums. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that that means that you know you can buy the slightly cheaper one and get the full features, and that's a big yeah. deal for people because Absolutely. mate, at sixteen twenty nine, the 10s is still a very expensive phone. It is mm. the premium phone, but you are getting the absolute premium camera oh, yeah. chip. Every yeah. part of the phone the is The A12 is Bionic, the 12 megapixel dual camera. Mm. Um, it is so, significant. So, so announcement-wise, there was the, the 10s Max, the 10s, and the 10R. Now, the 10R, as we said, October 26 comes out. There's yeah. six of them, um, blue, yellow, kind of an orangey peach, uh, red, the silver, and the black. Um, mate, they look great. Oh, I saw yeah. them at Cupertino. I think the yellow and the blue probably stand out the most, which I don't know. But here's the thing, and we talked about this this morning. You've got a clear signet case on your um, 10s Max. You buy a, a phone with a with a that's colourful, you cover it up. Yeah. Most people are putting covers I'm on their phones. Apple aren't they? doesn't have a, a the unbelievable clear case to showcase the phone. You, the, all the You're cases right, from Apple because their flagship cases are leather. Yeah. And so and I've got and this you, you got it on your phone, and all you can see is that from the bottom. The, the only way you can tell I've got a Max if you if you know if you can pick a screen yeah, size. Yeah. But if I had the 10s, the only way you'd be able to tell is by looking at the color on the the yeah, bottom, or just the size of it too. If you can pick the no, size, no 10s though. I'm just oh, talking right, about okay, standard. Yeah, right. But um, yeah, no, I'm surprised by that. And and the yeah, you know, I, I do I do like the new gold color. It's, yes. it's it's classy without being it without being. It's subtle and classy. Rose it's not gold too always felt like a bloke couldn't use it. Yeah. But I feel like the only problem with the gold is. The edges are beautiful, like it's a really nice gold. But yeah. the back is still a little bit um, cream, like the like the rose gold was. Yeah, yeah it it's is a bit. little bit cream. Well, like the remember the eight when they released yeah. the eight last year, similar yeah, color to that. It looks yeah. identical to my wife's. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she's got an eight plus in that rose gold. Okay. So that that's a good color choice. Yeah. Um, but I think the XR will turn out to be more popular. Well, I think we'll, we were talking earlier about how Apple distinguished between the smaller device and the larger device in terms of features. Mm. Well, what they've done now mm. is rather than having the dis- disting- distinguishing between the same model, they've distinguished between a different model. So mm. if this year's choice, if you wanted to get a slightly inferior phone, still a good phone, then you're going to go for the 10R. What the hell's the R stand for? I don't know. Like what? They did, uh, did they specify that? No. I don't know what it is. We can, we can throw it out to the Remember listeners. Remember the rumours were 10C, right? Because of the colours. Yeah, when yeah, when right. it was clear they were going to be colours, the thought was 10C C because, of, because of the way the 5C operated. Yeah, yeah, right. It just ma- I the, don't know. the whole naming convention yeah. makes no sense. But the I, I, the I, 10S yeah. makes sense, but it's written stupidly because it's an XS Max yeah, which, which is Max. short for extra small. Extra small, extra small Max. <laughs> well, what, what the Contradictory. hell? Contradictory. Anyway. But it does make the naming convention is strange because then yeah. we're, we'll always fast we're already fast forward twelve months. What do you do next year? Mm. Is it the eleven? Is it going to be XI? Twelve. You're going to skip a number again, are you? I don't know. Well, nine has been left out completely. What happened to nine? They're not going to go backwards. I can't imagine they? they will. Yeah, that'd be weird. Unless unless they keep nine as their SE style entry, entry level home button phone. I just remember yeah. the SE was announced in a March event. Randomly, mm. not alongside Which the other phones. Which was just a reborn iPhone five. Right? Correct, yeah. but it was an yeah. entry level, still expensive, but entry level. Yeah. So maybe the nine is safe for that. Possibly, but um, right. But, yeah. So yeah, but in, terms, using, but in terms of the levels of UK, you got your X, your ten S premium, ten R slightly below, still at your eight, still at your seven. And by the way, the ten's gone. Yeah, and this is another point. It didn't even last a year. 
ten, gone, ten and gone. a half months it, with the 10 was released. November last year, remember, it came yeah. out. And now, gone. But I'm hearing this, right, that there's still a healthy oh, amount no, right. in the channel. Do you remember how the, the iPhone 6 last year just popped up in Officeworks and Telstra yeah. places just at a really good deal? I feel like the ten is going to pop up for like yeah. fourteen hundred bucks. So hang in there, people. I reckon. I reckon the telcos see what what the telcos are doing now is they're pushing the ten S, ten S, ten S, ten S. In two weeks, three weeks, when it dies down a bit, they're going to think, hello. We've no. got all this iPhone ten stock. No, you're wrong. It'll be in. You reckon it'll be it'll sell be in through. December. Yeah. Because what'll happen is they want it. They want to have the that peak is in now a few the, weeks, a <laughs> no, couple of months. Ten S peak and then a ten R peak. They want that as well. Yeah. And then once you've had that that rush, okay. then you put the ten at fourteen hundred bucks. Is there still a bit of healthy amount of stock? That's all. My info is there's still healthy amount of iPhone tens yeah. in the channel. That's right. Whether that's with Telcos, with Officeworks, whoever's got them. Yeah. I reckon if you miss out or can't afford the ten S or the ten R, that there's hope. And the same thing that happened with the six. Um, yeah. they, they, let's say they've got a million of them sitting in a factory, yeah. um, distribute them across the world. Uh, Apple's not going to sell them, right? Yeah. So the 10 will not be on sale at an Apple store. No. So that's where Officeworks and JBs yeah. and stuff it come in. It ceases to exist, according to Apple. Yeah, you look on right. the side, it's not there anymore. And okay. normally they keep it. They normally so hang in there. review-wise, yep. um, it's, it's a tough one. I just call it incrementally brilliant because it is a brilliant phone. Yep. It is snappy performance, like out-of-this-world snappy Um but the camera is the standout. There's just, yeah, there's I really, agree. the problem for Apple, and I tried to describe this, but I know I didn't do a good job, but the problem for Apple is the innovation is now occurring under the hood, mm. and it's very hard to explain. Yeah. Now, in Cupertino, we sat down in the kind of briefing process with the dudes that make the chip. Now, these are the nerdiest people I've ever met, and it was like eye-opening to them to be speaking to the press. Um, they but, got let out of the cage. Did exactly. They said, okay, it, it go was, talk. It was, it was fascinating because they were so pumped by what they'd done and good on them. Well, it's an but, achievement. But it's it still great. very hard to explain what the A12 Bionic is, what 7 nanometers does, yeah. and all that kind of stuff. The best I can say is that the power under the hood means it is um, snappy as hell performance-wise. And it's little things like, you know, the, the, the control center just comes down. The, you know, everything just, it just happens when, when you do it. There's no Buttery. doubt. Um, augmented reality is... Next level performance now. It's even better than it was before. Um, there's some really cool apps coming there. But again, all that stuff is really hard to explain. All I can tell you is the camera is better by lengths than the iPhone 10. I agree. I think, um, but but in terms of the performance, you're right. I think it's like we've moved from a Ferrari to a, a Ferrari on steroids. It's for, for those. It's sort of it's something you take for granted. It's like, it's like when you get in your car, you know that there's a great engine under the hood and that it gets you, the performance is great, you enjoy the drive. It's the same with this, mm. the iA12 Bionic. And for things that you don't realise, like scrolling between your, your pages, playing a game, mm. switching between apps, watching a video, the battery performance, it's all those little efficiencies, and, and that's, that's the result of this chip. Yeah. And, and for anyone who's used the 10, you may notice a slight improvement. I think the Face ID is slightly faster. Battery level slightly better. I think Face ID yeah. is more reliable. I think it's more yeah, consistent. Yeah, so it's, yeah. you're not getting that uh, odd. Oh, yeah, can't no, recognise no, you. Yeah, yeah. Don't know who you are. Punching you, punching you. That's your correct. Code. Yeah, getting a lot yeah, more. Yeah, I found that too. Yeah, but it's um, it's it's still though. It's it's the you know, camera aside. We'll talk about that in a minute. I think that alone that that is 
a noticeable performance improvement. Even if you have used the 10, you'll notice that. But screen- you, you think about the customer who's going to buy this, someone who's coming off a, an iPhone 7 contract that they got started two years ago, they're going to think, holy hell, this is going to be a revelation to them. Biggest screen on an iPhone ever, 6.5 inches. Now, how do and you like that big screen, Trevor? I know, I know no, you tried it I, I and you don't like, like it. I've, You're not mate, a fan. It's been, it's been over a week yeah. and I'm okay with it. I yeah. just, it's just too big to hold. I'd prefer to have a smaller phone, yeah. that's all. Um, well, my, my but like, gee whiz, it's beautiful. It's, it's yeah. just that you don't really get much more from it. It's just everything's bigger. Yeah, there are some. I've noticed uh, emails. You can fit a couple more emails on the screen. Facebook looks the same. You get probably another half a tweet on the screen. Uh, I just like the big feel. I like the big feel of it, the, the bigger uh, opportunity to look at your photos, watch your videos on a bigger screen. My thing coming from the iPhone ten, which was pretty much easy to use with one hand, this is a bit more difficult yeah. to use with one hand. So you need to use things like reachability. You need to put the keyboard to one side if you want to type with one-handed. So there are those facilities for someone who wants to use the bigger device. What is device. the gesture for reachability again? You've got to go. You, you've got to sort of pull it down from halfway, but you've got to you've got to um, uh, enable it in accessibility in the, oh, in the settings. Right. Yeah, That's right. but if you're halfway down the screen, you just pull it down, and that gets it gives it to you. So bigger screen, but mate, bigger battery. I'm telling yeah. you. Outstanding battery. Like I'm, mm. I'm going through days without even going near near a charge. But I think, and again, that's a benefit. I reckon. And of I always the, uh, the new little uh, graph, which is Android's had forever. Um, like last night, I'm, I would, I didn't even get to fifty percent. Wow, oh, that's crazy. Yeah. Well, I, I, I pull, I, I got this. It was hundred percent this morning, and we're, I know we're only a few hours into the day, and eighty-three uh, percent I've still got. I'm at so. eighty-one, and I got up at four yeah. thirty. Yeah, I got up at, at five thirty, and I've I've got eighty-three percent. You were doing a lot more tweets than I was, obviously, weren't you? Mate, I, I, the battery <laughs> is probably the standout. Well, you'd expect it from a big phone like this, would you? Yeah, you'd expect it. But but you know oh, the uh, the plus phones. Yeah. Have been good batteries, but not yeah. amazing. Yeah. This is a bigger battery I'd, than the I'd plus say, phones. I'd say, would you agree with this? That's probably one of Apple's weaknesses. Over the years, even with the ten, the battery was good, not great. Yeah, and I think the bigger problem is they don't tell us how big it is. Yeah, how many milliamps? You, you got to wait for someone to tear it down and yeah. find out. Someone's yeah. got to. I don't know how they do that, but how do they find they out? They buy one and distribute. No, no, but I'm saying I don't yeah, even yeah. think it's written on it. How many milliamp yeah, hour right, batteries? Right. It is, you know, weird. so they don't say it in the, in we, the, in the specs. No, they just say it's our biggest ever, and you know they, yeah, they right. just measure yeah, it on a number of hours. They don't even um, tell you. Though. They also don't say how much RAM is in it either. And, no, uh, but I think I heard it's four, it's four, four gig. Yeah, it's four gig. But that's the, so Apple never mentioned battery capacity or how much RAM is in it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but camera. Oh yeah. Wow. Your thoughts? Yeah, I, I think that if it, yeah, look, the iPhone ten was an amazing camera. It still is an amazing camera. Yeah. But this has still managed to find improvement. I think it's all the smart HDR is the winner here. Oh, that, that's the real mm. difference. That's the secret sauce. Well, again, I, I, I'm sorry to jump in, but after we met the nerds who made the chip, <laughs> we met the nerds who made the camera. Right. Right? One of them's from Brisbane. One of them's a really? Queensland dude. Genius. Um, and, like, again, out, out of their element, not, not their normal environment, sitting really? there talking to press briefings, but really proud of the camera and the way it well, takes multiple photos and yeah. uses algorithms and the neural yeah. learning and the bionic chip to yeah. make better photos. And they just are. They're better photos. It's an achievement, I think, because you look at what there's been in in, uh, in other devices. Like the just P- going to jump in. I found a reference, 3,174 milliamp uh, hours. Is that the max? Yeah. That's Which actually, is tiny compared to the Note. Well, the Note 9's got 4,000. 4, yeah. Well, with, with, with the camera, um, one thing, there have been... 
cameras in smartphones are better than ever. Like the P20 no, Pro, totally, yeah. Galaxy S, S9, Galaxy Note 9 are superb cameras. Totally. And I think for Apple's response here with the 10s Max, I think they're, they're probably maybe eclipsed them again. But it's always tit for tat, right? We go through this year where at the start of the year it's Samsung yeah. leads the camera race, then somewhere during the year buddy HTC Huawei or Huawei or someone does something yeah. and then Apple. So it's the, no one ever holds the title for more than four months. I'm keen to see what DxO Mark does with this one if they get it. Remember, um, remember how there was an iPhone did, that wasn't yeah, done? They, the 10 was, wasn't it was done? It was the Plus. No, it was, a, it was an 8 well, Plus, plus or something. Yeah, yeah. right. Um, that's a very good point. I hope they do because um, I remember I was skeptical about you know <laughs> the yeah. the um, legi- legitimacy of DxO Mark unless it was a yeah. paid paid service. But you know we both done side by sides at Tech yeah. Guide and EFTM. Um, I did them down at the harbour, and a couple of things mm. I noticed was in in a great light. So I stood in the in the morning with the sun behind me, took a photo of the bridge, the pylon, some palm trees yep. on the ten and the tennis. Looked the same. Like it was, it was a great photo. Yeah, in but good light, the, they look the same. That's what I'm saying. In, yeah. in in good light, nearly all cameras will do a good job. Yeah. But it's 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 when a camera is tested and when you know a camera is better is when you point it directly at light or yeah. when you point it at a bright that's light with it, with a dark subject and those kind of things. Yeah. And I found it in some cases incrementally better, in other cases outstandingly better. Yeah. Um, well, I, the the examples I used on my review were just sort of noticing there's areas where sort of the light blows out some parts of the 10 photo, but the detail is standard across the 10s photo. There's also sort of areas where it sort of pulls in more light. There's sort of, uh, it, like the, with the light in the background, it still manages to illuminate everything around it yeah. instead of darkening the other stuff around it. The yeah. other thing too, I noticed that when, when you've got a strong light behind your subject, mm. I've got a photo here where there's like a tree that's, you can, ve- you can barely distinguish the top of the tree. Mm. Whereas the 10s has really clear leaves, you can see the difference, and even the colours, the greens are a bit punchier, a bit warmer. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think the accurate colour representation there, and that just that extra detail in the bright areas and the darker de- areas, really sort of shows that smart HDR at work. Yeah, for me, the win is the uh, the portrait mode where you can adjust the depth of yeah. field after the event. Now that it was cool. It was hilarious to me and I turned to a couple of fellow journos in the in the keynote when Tim Cook goes, There's no camera that can do that. And it's like, it's true. But there's plenty of smartphones that can. Yeah. Um, Huawei's been doing that for some years uh-huh. and Samsung can as well. Asterisk. This is yeah, he, he was talking about DSLRs and yeah, not being able to edit after the exactly, fact. But yeah. just and it, I thought it was a bit bit lame to not you know, I'm not going to acknowledge it, but like you don't don't try and make out like yeah, this is new. This is not new. Yeah. But to iPhone users this is radically new and it is very good. Cool. And yeah. I, I think, and I kind of got it from the camera dudes, but I'm, I'm confident that it does, you know, when you adjust the blur to, to its full extent, I, I'm confident it blurs further things deeper than closer mm. things. And I, I really think that it, it's so smart that it intelligently blurs like at a level, at a gradient oh, to distance. Uh, well, well, so what it does, my understanding is that it, it clips out the subject in the foreground really sharply. Yeah. So then there's, a, and it creates a depth map so that, that's the adjustment that you see. There's several yeah. layers and to the photograph. And what I'm saying is, yeah, that's right. There's yeah. a ma- it's not just foreground yeah. and background. It's yeah. foreground, There's background, several layers. further background, even further background. Yeah. Um, look, the, I'm gonna, not going to lie, the cropping isn't brilliant. It's still got a long way to go to yeah. be... It's this sharp is, as This is where point. DSLR really wins because it's yeah. genuine. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's a computer determining the out, the, yeah. the, which, what's the edge of a photo and stuff. But, mate, it does a, it does a great job... Um, yeah, I, I, I like Portrait the idea of being amazing. able to being yeah. able to edit the the blur afterwards. Yeah. Most of the time, I'm just ending up going for full blur anyway. Yeah. <laughs> but you realise <laughs> that full blur, 
sometimes it's good just to go, you know, an, uh, an F-stop of three as opposed yeah. to, you know, 16. 16. <laughs> and, mate, it looks really good. So I think they've done a great job yeah, on, there's a photo on, Logan, on mate, the portrait with mode. The, with the, uh, with my, the blur in the background really? there. He's, how long did he sit there for you? Mate, he was good. Mate, you hold up a piece of cheese. I could get him to stand on one leg, my dogs. Well, there was a little piece of cheese. And Joe was, Joe was holding a piece of cheese. Bite your bloody and hand I off. said, stay there. Stop. And he stood still for me. Took about 20 photos of him. And he was... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, um, he was a, he was a good boy. You know, I haven't <laughs> haven't done a lot of nighttime testing, but I've got no doubt it'll be yeah. much much better at nighttime. Well, on the video side, we should mention the fact that mm. it's got stereo recording now, so yes. you can in your videos because it's got four mics. You can actually create some left and right separation if you've got some good sound occurring around you. And even when you're watching videos, like if you've got a movie, yeah. you can hear the left and right separation so clearly. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. It's like it's they've really pointed good. the speakers out further so yeah. that it, it had more definition. But if you imagine standing on the side of the road, filming. Uh, one direction and car comes past you on the right hand side yeah. woof, then when you play that back it'll woof, on the right hand it'll, side it'll of the phone it'll follow the audio yeah sort of go from the right to the left and yeah, or yeah. Average, which way um, it's cool it's, it's, it yeah. is very good music um, sounds great too the speakers are quite loud I, I remember sitting this on my desk just listening to it, it wasn't didn't have a connected to a speaker yeah. just had it playing out of the phone it sounded really really nice loud and clear so overall you know there's no doubt camera's the go Jill Sim let's talk Jill Sim this is controversial in my mind because mm. Apple announced dual SIM capabilities um, in all markets except China. It's a nano SIM and an eSIM built in. In China, they've, they've made a SIM slot. And you know the SIM, SIM slot on this is quite weird. You can see how they're doing it. It's got the other side. Yeah, it's sort it's, of, it's it up hasn't the, been the, etched out, but, but, it's, but, it, but on the Chinese one, it to be etched out so you, could fit, uh, you can feel it sticking. But I've noticed that the SIM had to go in the other way this, on this phone. Yeah. So in Australia... Oh, sorry. In, let's talk America. In America, you'll be able to get a T-Mobile SIM, put it in, and you'll be able to go to AT&T and sign up to a plan, and they'll give you an, a QR code either from their website or, or the store. Yeah. Scan the QR code, and it'll enable the eSIM for AT&T. Um, and that's great. You can have yeah. two numbers. They call it two lines in America. It's very cool. One two of them lines. for data, one yeah. of them for cell yep. calls, whatever one's you want. One's from the wife, one's one, for the mistress. One for, one for, <laughs> one for work, one for home, whatever <laughs> yeah. it is. That's what Trevor said he'd be using his for anyway. Now, eSIM's not new in Australia. The, the iPads have been had eSIMs yep. for some time, and you can enable them in Australia for some telcos. Not the big telcos, but there mm. are some little global telcos that you can enable. And the Apple Watch eSIM last year was the first yeah. time the big telcos went into the eSIM space, but it's not a dual SIM. It's a, yeah, it's a it's replica a, SIM. It's a replica yeah. SIM with a, with a single number. The eSIM in the Apple iPhone XS is not the same as the watch. It's a different eSIM technology, I believe, and it's therefore different for the telcos because it's not the single number thing. But the big so there's a technological failing for the telco level. They've got to invest in. They've got to spend a bit mm. of money to make that work. But the big in, reason in Australia or in, everywhere. in Australia, yeah. well, everywhere, but in Australia, like yeah. they're, they're coming from zero. Um, the big reason I, I I believe it won't happen in Australia for the at happen. least the next eight months. Right? Oh yeah, I, I agree with you. Is uh, yeah. is the telcos hate dual sims? Yeah. When was There's the last been, time? Yeah, yeah. When was the last time a telco stocked a dual sim phone? Yeah, I can't remember. Well, I, I, can... I, I asked one of the big telcos. I'm not yeah. going to shame them here, and and I said, can you? Can, I want a statement, and they wouldn't give me one. And they said, but we have stocked dual sim phones before. And I went, eh, name them. Didn't hear back mm. because I'm, if it was, it was some you know third grade thing that. No. Mm. But when when Huawei, when Oppo, when Samsung, when all the big companies release dual sim mm. phones around the world, the ones that are stocked in our telcos are disabled. Yeah, you can buy so, them with JB Hi-Fi. Yeah, if you're, so so basically, you buy it outright. You can get dual SIM. You buy it through a telco. It's the single SIM. Model. That's right. So, do you think though here in the Apple case, right? 
And as as we've seen in previous examples, like I think the Apple Watch is a good example. Yeah. Isn't it a case here where Apple said, Apple right, forces their hand. this is what we want and this is what eventually you will do. So it's sort of the, not the chicken and the egg sort of thing. So right, because Apple have done it, the telcos are thinking, okay, I've, we've got to do a, it now. I've said a couple of times this week, if anyone can force the telcos, it's Apple. Yeah, it's Apple, But yeah. the problem is it's not Apple that's forcing them here. Apple's just simply making the feature available. Mm. Apple forced them essentially with the watch because yeah. people would want that single number yeah. dual SIM approach. And it was a feature. They can upsell us five bucks a month. The yeah. telco gets the extra five bucks yeah, a month. They're not there, going, right? they're, they're, like if you buy your phone from Telstra, you're not going to turn around and go to Vodafone, are you? But in the what in the phone example, in, for the watch, you're gonna, yeah, for the watch, you're going to stick with your telco. But, but if, here, if I'm with Telstra, you could be, you could, your Telstra phone could be supporting another. Carrier. I'm going to sign up to Telstra's fifty dollar plan because they've got the best network in the world. Everyone thinks yeah. right, so I'm going to go to regional Australia. Everyone, everyone always says oh, I go to regional Australia a lot, and so I need the, t- the coverage. Bullshit, you do. Like you yeah. don't go far enough to, for it yeah. to be that. Big. But anyway, you put a Telstra SIM in for your calls, yeah. and you go to Kogan for data. Right? Yeah. That's how a dual SIM phone works. Yeah. Telstra, Optus, and Vodafone don't want that. Yeah. There's no way. Yeah, but and, and look, I'll, I'll take it further. Dual SIM's good to have, but how many people are going to actually use it? How many people are going to think, oh, no, I'm not getting that. If, if I can't get dual SIM, I'm not buying it. Yeah, it's how many not, people are going to say that? It's no one. Because they'll just go to JB Hi-Fi and buy a Samsung Galaxy with yeah. a dual SIM. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. That market, I believe, is... And I, so in the telco's defence, I believe that market is catered for through the direct channel. Yeah. Yeah. Through so buying if you want it bad directly. enough, you just get If you want dual device, SIM, make, yeah. buy a Kogan buy a Note phone, 9 or buy a Note like. 9, yeah, yeah. buy whatever you want at JB Hi-Fi, yeah. it's got dual SIM capabilities. But the average Joe, because we, you've got to remember, Australia's telco market is very different to America. The average here, you get great data, you get unlimited calls at pretty good prices mm. and great speeds. Whereas in America, there's, mate, it's so complicated. They have throttling. They have all these different things mm. go on. Their plans are not the same. So people want the dual SIM capabilities. Yeah, I'm going to ask you another question, though, with the dual SIM. And I'm, I'm just trying to put myself in Apple's mindset here. Yeah. Is this a play by Apple? Obviously, everything Apple, do, everything Apple does, everything their objective is to make money. Yeah. Is the dual SIM another play at that? Where sort of because it's an eSIM, does mm. Apple get more of a cut out of it? Oh, I wonder. Like, is that, is that a play? So. I don't like, think so. Because like, they could have easily just put a dual SIM card tray in there, couldn't they? Or not. Or, you know, they've, they've never done a micro SD card slot and probably never will. But what, what was to stop them, if they want to be dual SIM, true dual SIM, what was to stop them putting just a longer tray in there and making room for two nano SIMs? Well, we know that they can do that. That's what they're doing in China. This, with, with the iPhone? Yeah, so this SIM okay. tray, that's yeah. why it's a thicker SIM tray. Ah, Sorry, I was okay. trying to say that earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This SIM tray in China will be cut out on the other side so you can uh, fit another SIM oh, card so in. Second eye. Sorry, okay. And both sides in China. I was listening, I promise. Because they can't do eSIMs <laughs> yeah, in China. Right. For whatever reason, um, so yeah, the okay. this there's no like, but but I'm saying the, the eSIM to me, I know it might sound convenient and futuristic, but there is what's the objective here? What oh, I, got, there's a motive for this? Long term, no no SIM tray. Yeah, from Apple's point of view, why have a SIM tray? It's an yeah. extra thing. It's an extra thing to chisel out. Yeah. It's an extra thing to make. It's probably it'd probably save them two cents a phone not to. So are you saying maybe next year, year after, there would be no SIM tray? It'd be all eSIM. Why? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, so if, if that's why they want to push the telcos towards eSIM capabilities yeah. now, and then in a couple of years, there's no need for a SIM tray. Do you think maybe 
like we mentioned earlier, that Apple's got quite a bit of power to sort Courageous of force change. <laughs> so they're going to get rid of the headphone jack, the home button, the SIM tray. What's next? Lightning port, but, because but like, wireless would, charging. Would would it be? Would, would Samsung be doing that too with the eSIM? And well, you'd think the other, the only other big player that could have that kind of pull would be Samsung. Maybe the the Galaxy S10 may, might be an eSIM. The other problem I I understand but can't confirm is that the Android standard for eSIM because remember Samsung talked about this in New York mm-hmm. with the watch. Mm-hmm. They said, "Oh, the standard yes. is we've finally got a standard for eSIM." Yes. I understand that it might be a different standard for Android and iPhone. Wow. So that'll that'll screw the telcos big time. That's going to be interesting because that, that's due out in a few weeks, the Galaxy Watch. Yeah. And that's going to be compatible with an iPhone and an Android phone. Yeah. So really keen to see how that works out yeah. and how whether that affects it won't. Uh, any other smartwatches in the market that we'll yeah. talk about in a moment. But, yeah, yeah. Um, mate, wrapping up, I reckon, with the phone, have you got more to yeah. say about the phone? No. I, I, I rate it. It's a, look, I rate it. I just think it's an expensive phone. If, if, yeah, if you've got a 10... Don't bother. If, you've got a, if you're coming off an older phone, then definitely consider it. If you can afford it, get it yeah. on a plan, pr- probably. I don't think anyone's got a lazy... Not many people have got a lazy $2,369 for the, right. the 10s Max 512 gig. Yeah. So that's uh, something to consider. That's probably the only downside that I could find about it mm. is the price. 100%. And the fact, too, I notice in the box, they don't give you the, the dongle. Mate, yeah. I've seen a lot of people talk about that, honestly... If you're spending it's this much on a phone, is that what you're saying? get some Bluetooth headphones. Yeah. And, okay. the, and the headphones that come in the box plug into the bottom of the bloody device. Yeah, exactly. So if yeah. you've got existing headphones, I understand. time yeah. to upgrade. Okay. Like, seriously, so, uh, if you're that far advanced, yeah. if you're that much of an early adopter and you're buying this phone... Yeah, you, you, if you're still using a cord, yeah, there's something off. wrong. You don't have a <laughs> headphone cable. Come on. Like, stop it. <laughs> Like and I, I no, I'm just a, making an observation. It's, it's an observation. It costs you nine dollars or ten dollars to buy a new one, whatever it is. Mate, a, a, I bought a four of the things the other day at JB Hi-Fi. They're, yeah, they're nine four bucks. Four of them. What did you buy four oh, for? Just so it's equipment. Okay, right, mate. So, so you do need them, then, don't you? Yeah, for uh, for recording gear. Okay, I understand. Yeah. I understand. The recording gear that has three point five. I understand, mate. I know. And I've got I'll no dramas. I that. use it myself. Yes. No dramas with that. Yeah, yeah. How much are they? Fifteen bucks each or something? No, nine. Nine dollars. Are they nine? A twelve? Maybe? Come up, you know, mate. If you want, I'll come and shout you one next door if you want. I'm going to shout you one. I'm good. I'm good for them. <laughs> Rightio, two blokes talking tech. Um, that is our full views on the iPhones. Our full reviews are at techguide.com.au uh, and eftm.com. Stephen. Two Blokes Talking Tech is proudly supported by Uniden, and they've got a terrific range of dash cams. If you're in the market for a dash cam, be sure to check out their range. They've got plenty in that range, including the iGo Cam 40. This is a full HD dash cam. You can go, even go all the way up to the iGo Cam 80, which is one of the first 4K smart dash cams as well. It's got a 2.4-inch LCD color screen. And it is your eyes and ears on the road. has got a lot of great features. It's Wi-Fi enabled as well, so you can get the footage directly off the device to your smartphone. That resolution, that 4K resolution, allows you to see plenty of detail, including uh, car makes and models and number plates. So if there is an incident, you've got yourself covered. Plenty of detail in that video. It's also got your timestamp, your GPS location. Uh, it even gives you a large speedo display on your screen as well and can give you speed and red light camera warnings. It's got a really wide angle too, 150 degree wide angle field of view, so you're catching everything that happens in front of your car and it is an essential tool I think for anyone who's on the road and wants to protect themselves in case of an incident. The iGo Cam 80 and that full range of dash cams, you can check them out at uniden.com.au Two Blokes Talking Tech, episode 360 Stephen, and another product launched today 
the Apple Watch Series 4. Now, I keep I, thinking of Series 5 because I watch no, Series 5. 4. Yep. I've got to say, from the launch, the phones were impressive hmm. and everyone really liked them. But I, I reckon the, what was my favourite, I think the, the star of the show, I think, was the Watch yep. Series 4. 100%. It, it had... It's had a slight redesign, and I think anyone who sees it for the first time, if they've if had the, had a uh, previous Apple Watch, yep. the first reaction is, "Whoa, that's a way bigger screen." It's mm. uh, the device itself is a couple of millimeters bigger, yep. but the screen size is, I think, thirty two percent bigger because yes. the screen goes right to the edge, and uh, it, it just gives you like oh, I remember just typing in the passcode. I'm thinking, "Wow, how well, big is this now? How easy it is now!" Like <laughs> it's really easy to do. Before it was a bit tricky to do it. The so on designer alone it's it's better it's actually slightly tweaked in in terms of i don't know the curve the corners are slightly yeah, different it's more so, curved yeah the so corners it, are curved it, yeah it, it looks i don't know it, it actually to the eye it looks very different yeah but the thing that got me at the announcement were the health features you man the idea that that thing can detect a fall and if you're immobile for a minute ring emergency services and text your emergency contacts that's potentially life-saving um and the ecg yeah. The fact that you can do an ECG on it. Now, those features are not available in Australia yet because they, Apple rightly wants to seek proper yeah, medical well, approval on a, it first. Because it, it, this will be classed as a medical device mm. and they need to get, yeah, they need to get the, that our particular country's which is, approval, which is fair enough. Absolutely yeah. fair yeah. enough because a lot of products claim to be able to, you know, detect this and do that and detect this. But so that's, they were standout features for me. Unfortunately, not available in Australia yet, but not a reason not to get them. Um, I expect battery life will be on par, if not slightly better than previously. Yep. Um, it's going to be snappier performance because Watch OS 5 is better. Um, I, my, my number one thing that still frustrates the hell out of me, though, and they announced new watch faces, a huge one that you, you're using now with amazing complications. There's so many it, complications. As well as some crazy ones that um, you know have fire and flames and things. But, mate, just give us a watch face store. Just, yeah, I mean, yeah. Honestly, Isn't that disappointing? For, for Apple, who make money out of apps, yeah. I have spent, and I, I don't even use regularly an Android watch, right? But on Samsung watches... Yeah, I've bought a few myself. I've bought, yeah. like, I've I've probably bought a spent, few Star Wars ones. I've probably spent $25 on yeah. watch faces. Yeah. Now, 25 bucks, you take 30% of that, and you multiply that by I don't know, a million people... Why are they walking away from that revenue? I don't know. I it don't makes know. no sense to me at all. I agree. I, I don't know why they're doing that as well. I've done the same. I've, uh, my uh, Gear S3, I've, I've bought a couple of faces, a couple of good, cool Star Wars faces yep. as well. Uh, but, yeah, no, I agree with you. They, they, do, they do have, those some very interesting new designs with you know, the flame and the liquid yeah. metal and the vapor and all that. Really pretty and, and functional. Like there are these other functional watch uh, faces with all the... Like, I'm using the one with one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, like... 12 think, complications yeah. on it so that's pretty cool but um, no I, I agree with you I think why, why not open it up yeah is it, is, I, I'm trying to think of the reason why like a developer could easily knock up a watch face it's also a touch more expensive than Apple watches have been in the past yeah. which is a bit of a challenge I think for them but I don't know they, they know their market now you, they, you they've nailed the watch market they're, they're the best selling yeah. watch well, on the, the, the number one watch in the world they said not only the number one smart watch but the number one watch yeah they've said that now for a couple of years haven't they and, 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 but you know on the medical side though um, and the fitness side we'll talk about that in a sec but on the medical side the health side yep. this made such an impact like I remember telling my dad about this and he goes oh that's great. He goes, I want to get one. Me and, me and mum, we've got one each. Really? Yeah. So they're thinking, well, if this is a, that, that is a great safety feature, a good health feature that yeah. could literally save your life, potentially. Yeah. I, so, I found the one I wanted, though. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm going, because I've got, I've got the black metal band uh, from the original watch. 
Uh-huh. So I'm going to go full, oh, you like the stainless full steel. stainless steel. Again. Yeah, I've got the al- black aluminium with the Nike band. Mm. Um, I, I would have liked the uh, the, al- the stainless steel black one, right. the sort of glossier one. But this is pretty nice. I don't mind this one. Yeah. Yeah. And, and with Watch OS 5 as well, have you noticed that have you, you raised to talk now? Raised so a little yellow symbol comes up that it, it waits for you to say stuff. So rather you having to say, hey, you know who, yeah. you raise your watch and can talk. Mm. Uh, walkie-talkie is another feature. That I, you, I'm still waiting for you to approve my uh, invitation, mate. You don't want to talk to me through your <laughs> no. watch? Or, okay, I don't, that's, but right, do you remember it was offended. announced on the first watch? The walkie-talkie. Like they the announced that like four years ago. That's a Watch OS 5 feature, though. No, but they it? announced that whole... Remember the, the whole, Remember the, when we got the first watches, you were able mm. to do that thing where you could talk to each other? Mate, no, no, you could, you could send your heartbeat and no, send a little message. This kind of stuff, the walkie-talkie style feature, was announced years ago, and it's taken this long to get it working. Right, okay. Well, it's there now, and whenever you're ready, we can, you can, yeah. I've invited you, but you don't want to, be, yeah, no, you don't want to hear my voice coming my, out of your wrist. My new tag doesn't do that. Oh, uh, look, eh? Is that a gift or a gift for yourself? No, a gift for myself. Good for you, mate. <laughs> Good for you. Well, the yeah, I think, and the sizes too. And and just just to be clear, the watch bands. If you do have an Apple yes. watch band, they all fit. They all still. So fit. the thirty-eight will still fit on the forty. The forty-two will still fit on the forty-four. Um, and the size of the watches now, I think the so the uh, the new forty is actually got the same screen size as the the oh, old 40, forty-two. Forty-two. So. Yeah. They're, they're really sort of, you can fit a lot more in, a, in the same space. Yeah. And it's only like like a millimetre bigger and wider and actually slightly thinner. It's slightly thinner. As well. That's, that's yeah. a good thing. And it's got new sensors on the bottom, uh, has got all that heart monitoring. The uh, the digital crown is also part of that. That can be a heart monitor as well for the ECG mm. when it's approved yeah. as well. So uh, the and, and the, the new colour they've introduced too is the gold, stain, the gold stainless steel version to match the phone. Remember the Apple Watch edition? Yeah, remember that? It's still around. Fifteen thousand dollars? No, still around. I was wearing the ceramic. That's what I had. The ceramic version for the Series Three is what I've been wearing all year. (laughs) They said, "Which one do you want?" I go, "I'll take the ceramic." Okay, good as gold. (laughs) So look, it's anything for you, Steve. They said. I think you're right. It's a vastly improved device. Definitely big, big jump. Really smashes it out of the park. Totally. This is not a an S incremation. And I'm glad they didn't go circle. A lot of people saying they're going to go circle. I just think you know what? That's an Apple Watch. Apple yeah. Watch, it's oh, like yeah. it's like the iPhone with the with with its shape and its form with the home yeah. button. Over many years, that was defined as an yeah. iPhone in silhouette form. You could tell. Yep. So I think they've now defined what an Apple Watch looks yeah. like, and I think that's a good thing. And you can still buy Apple Watch Series Three, by the way. They're not going to get yeah. rid of that, so that's they're right. still available in both cellular and the, yeah. the Wi-Fi version. So if you, you know, these are a bit more expensive. I think they start at what five nine nine. Five nine nine is it? Mm. And the cellular is like seven fifty or something. Like that. So if you want to get the older watch, which is still good, yeah. still runs Watch OS five. Yeah, yeah. Just won't have as big a screen as the new ones. So that's they're right. still available um, and well worth checking out. Check it out techguide.com.au and eftm.com. Uh, we do it thanks to the good people at Netgear, and they have uh, the best Wi-Fi systems you can find for your home and. The new Orbi Voice is coming soon too. Stephen and I had a look at that earlier this week. We'll have reviews of that in the in the weeks and months ahead. But Orbi is your complete Wi-Fi solution for home. Uh, Wi-Fi across your entire home, full speeds across the entire home. Um, what you're getting is is the internet that comes into your home is distributed throughout the whole home. There's no there's no there's no degradation in in speed at the other side of the house because the Orbi is filling those black spots. Because it's a, it's a router that sits with your modem, and you can keep your existing modem from your ISP. And then it's a satellite that you sit in the middle of the house, and that provides a full blanket coverage. Plus, in the future, that Orbi voice will come along, and you'll have Alexa to command. Um, 
speaker, beautiful Harman Kardon speaker, sound in your home, and all you're doing is adding better Wi-Fi to your home again. Orby, uh, check it out at uh, netgear.com.au. Now, Stephen, uh, overnight uh, GoPro announced a brand new camera, the Hero 7 series, or the, the 7 series. Hero 7 Black, uh, Silver, and White are the, the, the names of them. And thank God... They've finally changed the colours of the actual devices. Aha. So they, the, the, difference the black is finally black. The silver is a is a eh, I'm gonna call it a dark grey, and the white is a light grey. <laughs> it's not actually a huge difference in colour. Um, now the, the two entry level models, I think they're two nine nine and four nine nine price, are you know, just incremental improvements. They're good cameras, they're better than the last one. But it's really all about the Hero Seven Black. Hero 7 Black, and by the way, they put the Hero the number seven and black on not just the, the camera but on the actual you know that little housing? Yep. It's written on there as well, so you're showing off to everyone. And apparently that, that was in big demand from them. There's, mate, there's so many new features, I won't, I won't remember them all. But the first and most important one is stabilisation. They said they, they loved the response to the Karma Grip. You remember the gimbal yeah. they had um, when they launched their ill-fated drone? The Karma Grip was sensationally well-received. Image stabilisation, walking around and stuff. They wanted to put that into the camera. I'm not suggesting they did, but Jesus Christ, they came close, mate. It is very, very good image stabilisation. Um, I did a really simple demo, but trust me, a lot will come out from you know snowboarders and all those kind of people. Stabilisation is exceptional. That's a standout feature for me, without question. There's a new time lapse feature, so you can kind of put it on your chest or carry it and do a nice walking time lapse through uh, through an area. Motion time lapse. They've improved the photography uh, next level. They've completely changed the UI on the you know the, the touchscreen on the back. It's yep. a little bit more intuitive now. It was it was smart, but a bit over smart. Is that is that just on the new device, or are they going to update? You can do a firmware update on the old no, ones it's too. Just on the new device. Yeah, right. If you've got a six, is it worth getting this? If you do a lot of if you do a lot of video and, and stabilization is your thing, oh, mate, I'd get this tomorrow. Yeah, well, at a heartbeat. Nice, but, nice range of prices too. Hey. Yeah, I mean, you know, this, the the black is the one to get because of the stabilization. The other yep. ones have improved stabilization, but this is next level stabilization. But the other thing is, it does portrait mode. Oh. So when you put it sideways now, the screen on the front, you know, the little uh, info yep. screen, turns sideways. But the so does the the video, so it records in that format. So they're essentially getting ready for people to do IGTV and Instagram stories. Wow. Like this thing, That's from smart. the app, it will now share directly to an Instagram story. Unbelievable, a really good quality. And the last thing I can from remember... From the app, directly from the app. From the right. app, you can, you can share yep. a, a portrait video to an Instagram story. So you connect your phone to the GoPro and it gives you your footage and then you share. Yep. Nice. The other thing is live streaming. Now, live streaming on Facebook from a GoPro was not new, but you had to go through a bunch of you know, it was yep. steps and balances. Here's the thing. With the way they've configured this live streaming, it's, it's next level. So let's say uh, you've got a GoPro... Yep. And it used to be that you would say, I want to stream from that GoPro to the internet. You have, you have to have your phone always connected, the app always open. It was just streaming, right? Now, you use your phone to tell the GoPro, I want to live stream. Here's where I want to connect to. Here's my Facebook account. Here's what I want to call the so stream. So the phone's the controller. And, no, no, and here's the Wi-Fi network to use. And then you, your phone could be off. Your phone could be in another country. And the, f- okay. and the and the GoPro will stream. So it just directs you to that. Network so you, you can you can right. you could use a Wi-Fi network in a building you're in or at home mm-hmm. or a portable hotspot, so that it's using Wi-Fi as the only thing that needs to be stable because that's stable. So you can live stream almost anything now on yep. Facebook. Huge, huge, really cool awesome. feature. We're going to start seeing some pretty cool videos. And it's, live ch- it's cheaper than like I remember the the top of the line GoPros used to be more expensive. Like five nine nine is the new price, isn't yeah. it? So I, I can remember they used to be six forty nine, six ninety nine. They've sort of yeah reined them in a bit. Eh, price wise. But what I can tell you is the middle one, the silver, yep. I don't know why you'd buy it, 
four nine nine, just spend the extra hundred. Yeah. You get a million more you get features. Way more. Okay. A million more features, and the the seven black is, without question, the GoPro best GoPro's ever made. But I just I understand why people buy the two nine nine because you can't afford six hundred bucks. But sure. and that's fine for for a GoPro. But mate, get the, I don't know why you'd buy the silver because the black is. Absolutely next level. Really good image. What, what do you like? There's been a lot of people saying the GoPro is sort of taking taking a bit of a dip in in sales. It's, I think, it's a, remember I years think, ago it was you couldn't you couldn't find them in this stores. Is, now this is their response to that. Yeah, uh, this image so stabilization. Kinda, you see all the people walking around with these bloody DJI Ronin yeah. uh, um, uh, Osmos. Yes. with their phones on them, mate. Just carry a GoPro. Yeah. Just carry a GoPro. That's all you need to do. Yeah, well, they've got a massive ecosystem of, of, of stands and, and yeah, kind of hooks and it stuff. It all still works, right? Yeah, all the mounts so are it's still all there. there so yeah. except, the, except the drone. Yeah, the drone. <laughs> right of the drone. Don't mention that. Goodbye. Uh, so the GoPro Hero 7, check it out, EFTM.com. I've got the details there. Well, uh, the, other, the other update this week that I thought was pretty significant was the, uh, a, an up, a TV update. And yep. it's uh, the update for the LG's 2018 range of smart TVs. And... What we what we're getting here is once you've done this update, and you know what, a lot of people will, will who own a 2017, 2018 LG TV, whether it's an OLED, SUHD, UHD, even the thirty two inch HD model in this range, all qualify for this update. And what you're getting is Google Assistant. It enables it on the television. Yeah. So now you can talk to the TV. You can sign in with your Google account. I've put step by step instructions on how to do that. So now you can basically like you, as if you've got a Google smart speaker in your home. Mm. If you've got a 2018 LG TV and a Google account, you can enable that through the television. So not only can you get all the same information you get out of a smart speaker, whether you know finding out information, finding the weather, asking what your day is like, but you can then also command the TV, and that, that's also in conjunction with LG's own ThinQ intelligence as well. So from the same microphone... You don't need to say "Hey Google" or anything like that. No, no. You just talk to it. You can ask. To, you can say "Hey." You can just say "Switch to Netflix" or "Turn the volume to 40" or "Turn the kettle on." If you've got smart devices, it'll respond to that. And I think what the way to way to explain that even even more is you've got one one button on your on your remote. You say you can say "Change the channel," switch to Netflix. Um, what's the weather like tomorrow? Show me restaurants in my area. All those things are single commands. You don't have to. You don't have to summon Google, as you say. Yeah. But what happens is every voice command is sent to LG. Yes. And LG quickly says, "What is he asking? Oh, he's asking to change something on the TV. Send it back, and it becomes a Think You command. It comes up on the screen. Yeah. Think You changes the channel. And then, then it goes. Oh, I don't know. What does it mean? What's the weather today? Our television can't tell what the weather is. I'm going to ask Google. And it sends the command off to Google, and that comes back to the screen yeah. with a with a Google overlay on the screen. But what I loved was. Look, I'm, I'm not a massive fan of Google and all this stuff yet. I just don't use it as much as some people. But bringing a screen into it changes everything. You know, show me directions because I'm about to get up off my bum and I'm going to go somewhere. Yeah. So show me directions on a map. Shows your map. It actually yeah. shows your map. Show me, um, show me smart speakers on eBay. And it, like you talk mm. to eBay, you know, you do that whole talk yeah. to eBay thing. And the graphics come up on the screen. Yeah, really like nice. products come up on the screen. So the future of this once... Um, you know how all the all these app developers, like even Westpac, talk about Siri this week, and everyone talks about Alexa skills and Fetch, and um, you know, all these other people talk about Google Assistant integration. I think now that they've got Screen, they've got a whole new way of interacting with people. I think it's very exciting. Yeah, I and agree. the fact that it's an update for all 2018 models, bingo. Agreed, and 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 the see so the the having having the you got the mic, you got you, you got the remote control. You got access, and, and I mentioned earlier, you can if you got smart like smart light. You got a like they, they, at the demo that I was at, they actually said, "I oh, turn on the kettle," and the kettle turned on. Hmm. So th- these little features are, are really handy. 
Uh, and the fact that it's available across all the range, you don't even have to have the top-of-the-line TVs. No. It's available all, uh, to the entire range. But it's, uh, it's a nice little thing where you can ask, rather than you having to remember what HDMI connection your Foxtel is, if you've named the connection on your TV, you say switch to Foxtel mm-hmm. uh, or turn the volume up to 40. So rather than yeah. having to toggle from 20 to 40, you can just do it in one hit. So they're, they're not nice little improvements as well. Yeah, I mean, the ThinQ stuff mostly was already available on the TV, so people with those model TVs have known that you can do those commands, but it's now to be able to ask it more things yeah. um, is, is where but, you get but some the, real and, and the fact it's on a, on a TV in a lounge room setup, it opens it up to other things, like the, the lounge room and the, your TV is normally where your family gathers. Mm. So imagine you can look at your Google Photos on there. I reckon another cool use is... Say you want to plan a family holiday. So you're all sitting there together. Okay, show me Maui or show me California. So you're all looking there and you're all involved in the experience rather than me sitting around a little laptop computer. So yeah. people are saying, well, I can do this on my computer. I can do it on my smart speaker. But they're the features I think that people will enjoy. Yeah. So when you're doing stuff together like that. No, it's a good update. Um, all the details at eftm.com and techguide.com.au. Just finally, Stephen, a nice... Um little update uh, this week from ANZ to their ATMs, um, which have for some time their, their most modern ATMs, they've had this little little square on the front flap bit in front of where you insert the card that says kind of tap and pin. And so you could take your ANZ card, you could tap there and put a pin in with a keypad and withdraw money. So you didn't have to insert your card. Great for anti-skimming. But now you can use Apple Pay, Samsung Pay, Garmin Pay, all the all different pays that ANZ have. So you can go up, tap your smartphone, and just withdraw cash. So no need to have plastic. No plastic required. So using your like, app, so, you like can, so it's like a tap and go yes, transaction. You can now get money out from an ANZ ATM with an ANZ Apple Pay. You know, tap and go or Samsung, whatever Samsung the other pay. Uh, like crazy. What's the other pay? Garmin, the, Fitbit. They've yeah, got them all. all of, so Android Pay. Yeah. Samsung Google Pay. Pay. Yeah. Google Pay. Sorry. And they've and got them all. Apple Pay. And uh, so you can withdraw cash. You can deposit cash. Check your accounts. You can do anything you do, can do, do on an ATM, but without with having a to tap a card. No cards. But yeah. So what, what? Like the response again I had to this story was, <laughs> where's, where's Commonwealth Bank? Bank? Where's yeah. Westpac? Like ANZ is the only bank that's supporting, well, only major bank that's supporting Apple Pay. Yeah. Yet all the other banks, uh, all like Samsung Pay, has the support of all the big four. Well, I did a thing earlier in the <laughs> earlier in the week, like a day and a half before this story, about the Commonwealth Bank. I'm not sure I'll be able to find it in in a quick space of time, but um, I can't remember what they announced now. To be honest, it was that lame. Such um, a good story, was it? It was such a good story. <laughs> um, but see, what I do is I take any opportunity just to stick it to the Commonwealth Bank, essentially. Oh, really? Yeah, because they're idiots. <laughs> NAB, Westpac, Commonwealth, they're all a joke. Smartphone payments on the up. Yeah, that's right. They, they, they released some data. Yeah. They released data. This was classic. They released data talking about how many people were now using um, their apps. You know, so Google Pay and all yeah. their tap and go with their apps, which is essentially just Android users. And they're getting all excited about it. You know, um, 75% of digital wallet users are men. But, of course, no Apple Pay. Like, all, all this... Mm. They, will that ever change, you reckon? Will they, will they eventually not. come if, around? If they're going to spend this much... Oh, that's right, they added Visa cards. You can't actually get Visa cards at Commonwealth Bank anymore. But if you're an existing Visa card holder, mm. you can now use their Samsung Pay, their Google Pay wallets, right? Mm. And, the, and the own Commonwealth Bank wallet. You just can't use bloody Apple Pay. Like, how disgraceful are these and, banks? And I, I know for a fact, and I think you do this yourself, that people are willing to change banks to get this. They're 100%. not going to change their phone. They're going to they'll change their bank before their it's phone. Been, it's been way more than a year since ANZ's had it, since I switched. Yeah. It's probably 18 months now or more. Um, a lot of people changed early. 
but most waited because they thought the other banks would, would come. We're now at the point, folks, where there's no pissing about anymore. The banks are not going to switch. Yeah. The, the, and if they do, why would you stay with them? They've, been, they've given you nothing. They're not giving you choice. Yeah. They're simply being greedy. And they're doing okay. They've got billions. They're going they're, very well. They're going very well. In yeah. fact, if you look at the Banking Royal Commission, they're not do doing think, that well. Do you think this is a bit of a grudge, though? Remember Westpac, yes. National Australia Bank, and, Com, yes. uh, and, and Commonwealth Bank got together to try to oppose Entirely Apple? Entirely grudge-based. So they're not saying, well, we lost the battle, I'll so tell we're not going to let you not. in. It's not customer-based. No, definitely it's not. not. customer-focused. I'd say give I'd, I'd go to the fa- as far as saying that Commonwealth Bank customers are constantly asking for it. Yes. And being ignored. It's mate, they, they even make jokes of it on their Facebook page. The Commonwealth Bank responding to them, use stupid pineapples and things. They, they don't even respond nicely wow, to people. really? Now. That's arrogant. It's, mate, it is, is arrogant. Because, mate, p- making me put a sticker on the back of my phone so I can tap and go. Yeah, it's 2018. Stupid. What the hell Grow are they up. thinking? What a way to end the show. And I bank with Commonwealth Bank too, by the way. Yeah, well, but mate, I do stand all, I've got my credit union account is with through mate, Apple Pay, yeah. We, in fact, I'm going after this. And I know it's been an 18-month journey, but I'm going after this to close all of our St. George accounts. Because it took a while for us to kind of, you know, we've got several family accounts. I mean, I don't really need Trying to see, to hide see the, the money, balances. Hey, but I've got, I've got a, lot of, I've got a lot of accounts now. I've moved them all to ANZ. Uh-huh. So I've got two business accounts. I've got our family accounts. I save every account now is yep. with ANZ. And I'm going to walk into St. George today and I'm going to close them down. And I can't wait for them to say, oh, sir, why? I'll say, because you don't have Apple Pay and it's insulting to me. I imagine they said, well, Trevor, you wouldn't believe it. Tomorrow we're <laughs> launching it. What do you say then? They'll say, what do you say now, smartass? I'll say, <laughs> stick it up your ass. Too late, mate. I'm with the ANZ. Wow. That's what I'll say to them. Yeah. And that's what everyone should say. Don't worry if tomorrow Commonwealth launches it because they've given you two years of lack of, lack of choice and loyalty. Well, it's... Uh it's just too little too late then, isn't it, if they decide to change? It is. They'll anyway. say, Trevor, we'll be sorry to see you go. And you'll say, I won't be sorry you know to what? see you go. This is the sad part about this, Stephen. I might, I might, maybe I should subtly record it. But they, I don't reckon they'll say a thing. I've really? been with, so St. George Bank used to be uh, the state bank. St. George like, Building Society, maybe was, used to yeah, be. St. George Building Society yeah. was also the state bank of New South Wales. Like, I go yeah. back literally to, to when, when I was a, kid. When I was a, a like a teen before teens yeah right wow that's how long I've been with so that with that establishment for 45 years yeah <laughs> well played well played 35 maybe yeah um, yet I don't think that'll be acknowledged today I think they're going to lose a customer of that long decades multiple really? decades and not give a rats wow anyway. are, the banks, are the banks that arrogant the ba- mate the banks yeah. are arrogant they don't care they're making millions billions yeah Literally. Two blokes talking tech. You can yeah. find episode, us on... It's episode uh, 360. Does that mean we've come a, full circle? 360? But having 360 cameras gone downhill? Yeah. It was a Don't massive, tell that to Samsung. It was a massive fad. Oh, come on. It's nothing now. <laughs> Samsung 360. Yeah, I know, but it's not... It's, it's not a gear really, 360. It's not it. like people are buying them. Yeah. Remember the Fly? 360 yeah. Fly? Remember 3D TVs? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Kind of went that way. Do you think there's a fad? I, I look back, actually, speaking of 3D, I look back at an old interview and I'm going to be a massive name dropper here when I interviewed James Cameron after the Avatar after Avatar and I, remember, I watched this interview I back last James. night you watched it now, back. Now, I just happened to find it I had this blank CD at home I'm thinking what's on this it was a DVD yeah. and he was saying that, oh, the interview was in 2010 didn't have love hearts drawn on it no the interview said it was interview was in 2010 and he was saying in five years the glasses will come off there'll be sport in 3D everything will be in 3D TV series I'm thinking James can you write that you were wrong write it up you were wrong write it. that's a story mate yeah that's what he predicted it's in a story, 2010 yeah. write it up you with me? Keep an eye out. Mate, yeah. I'm, feel free to just hat tip Trevor at the end of that story. <laughs> okay? Yeah. Because it's a good yarn. Good on you, mate. How James Cameron got it wrong. Yeah. You won't write that, will you? 
maybe. Who says I haven't already half written it? Oh, <laughs> hat tip, Trevor, or you're a flea. Yeah. Uh, thanks for listening. We'll be back again next week with another yeah, can episode. I shout you a big Mac now, Trevor. Story you're a, you're Is it nearly lunchtime? Yeah, yeah. There you go. We'll have been here for hours. Uh, thanks for listening, folks. Send us feedback at Trevor Long at Stephen Fennick. We'll talk to you next week. Bye bye. Two blokes talking tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick.